0: It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days, powered by the ADHD Coin at Rally.io. Here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fanzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. All right, we've had a request to well. Slow it down. Slow it down for me, Brian. Slow it down. Uh, And I will say, you know, I do talk fast. So just, you know, that's just normally for me. But I love the feedback, you know, those that are jumping over in the discord, letting me know their thoughts on the podcast episodes. Um, You know, I, we also launched a Facebook group. It's a pop up Facebook group. So it's just kind of a a temporary uh, Facebook group for those that aren't into Discord yet, and they just want to get to know things a little bit more. I we decided to kind of launch a uh, a Facebook group, so if you, it's NFT three sixty five is the actual name of the Facebook group, but I'll also um, include the links here in the show notes. And so what I wanted to just you know slow it down on this one is you know let's go just kind of like think of it from a standpoint you know. I, I know, you know, for those on Thanksgiving, I, I, I got a ton of messages on Thanksgiving when the Macy's Day Parade uh, decided to give away 10,000 uh, Macy's Day NFTs. They had some rare ones as well. And then, of course, the NFL announced that they were doing 125 NFTs for each team uh, for the season. Uh, and I actually went up and snagged a couple of the uh, Pittsburgh Steeler ones because I'm, a, of course, a Steeler fan. And they're using different marketplaces and different things there. Um, and with the NFTs on uh, the NFL, you had to use cash; that you, they, you couldn't purchase them with uh, cryptocurrency. So, of course, that that makes things a little bit more confusing as well. But what I what I wanted to kind of put out there and kind of you know mention is, you know, in this space, in this this whole <coughs> excuse me, this whole uh, NFT uh, market, you know, one of the things we just have to think about is. You know, there are, they're going to be outliers. There's going to be different ways that you can do things. But I think the understanding, like the, the overall process, right. The, the thought process in, in this space, I think is important. So that's where I'm going to focus on this episode is I'm going to slow it down and, and really think about it from here. Right. And so I'm going to think about it right now, if all of a sudden, if you're listening to this. And maybe you stumbled along uh, across a new collection that is launching, or maybe a friend said, "Hey, I want you to purchase one of my NFTs um, that they're going to launch on their website." And like, and we're we're this for this example, it's not one that's already out there. It's something that they're they're newly going to launch because they want you to mint that NFT. What you have to what you have to kind of figure out is what network or what is the you know where are they actually um, minting the NFT? So is it going to be on Ethereum, which of course Ethereum right now is the most popular? Is it going to be on Polygon? Polygon is actually what the NFL um, launched theirs um, on. Is it going to be on Cardano, which is one of the other you know ones that is out there? And then of course there's some other um, marketplaces and different ones that have wallets as well. I know for the Macy's Day One. They used uh, suite.io. so suite.io was actually the um, you know the platform uh, that they were actually using. So it's a little bit um, different than what you would have for traditional uh, you know marketplaces in the way that we think of wallets. Now they they think of their wallet as like their own um, entity, but each one of those ones that we're, we're kind of, I'm referring to there, like their theirs is very much they're creating uh, centralized. Uh, you know, there's technically creating centralized versions of a decentralized world. So we're going to not use them as the uh, as kind of the example. I'm going to talk about kind of the other like the mainstream, the ones that you know most people are extremely familiar with right now. And so let's say that the friend of yours is like, oh, well, it's a, it's a it's an NFT on Ethereum. Um, and I, w- I would love for you to mint that NFT. And so they tell you that it's going to cost point. Oh, 08 um, Ethereum for you to do it. Now, what do you what do you have to do as an individual? So first of all, you're going to need to purchase from either from cash or from card your Ethereum. You're going to need to purchase your Ethereum. It's needy, it's going to be needed to be in a wallet that will allow you to actually purchase that uh, NFT. And then you're going to want to have an account that allows you to actually see the NFTs that you're purchased. And and of course, that's where where it's on display. And so what we were going to do first is we need to get our US dollars into crypto or into Ethereum, which we're doing here. Now, there's lots of different uh, ways to do that. Lots of different exchanges. Um, I've said that I use Coinbase. Coinbase is my personal uh, favorite. I just love the user interface. It does work very easy to get things in and out of the bank account. I know some people complain about the transaction that they sometimes charge, depending on what you're doing. I haven't had a big issue on that. I think it really just depends on, you know, the volume of trading uh, in crypto for me, because I'm doing mostly, uh, you know, NFTs is more of my priority. I use, you know, Coinbase to get my money. So I I connect, you know, I'm able to, you know, let's say I'm putting my card and I'm going to purchase Ethereum. So I'm going to buy, you know, 0.08 of Ethereum. Um, using Coinbase. So I need a Coinbase account. I need to set that up. And now once I have that Ethereum, now I need to have a wallet that is going to allow me to purchase this this, uh, NFT. Now there's lots of different wallets that are out there. Coinbase has their own. It's separate from Coinbase.com. It's actually their wallet piece. I'm not a big fan of it, um, but they do have one. The two that I am a fan of and that I am using both of them, um, one of them is the most popular one at the moment, which is Metamask. And the second one is Rainbow Wallet. So Rainbow Wallet, I like Rainbow because it connects to your iCloud. It has some simplifications there. Um, I will say they don't have a browser extension, so it does make it a little bit more um, disconnected, I feel, than what MetaMask is. And so I use MetaMask. I have it on my phone as well as on my browser um, inside of my, my Chrome or my Brave browser. So now I have my Ethereum, and then I go and create an account on MetaMask. And this, of course, is the one that you're going to get your seed phrase. You're going to create your password. Um, This is the seed phrase that you're going to want to store offline, somewhere that someone cannot um, have access to it. You do not ever want to give out your seed phrase to anyone. That is something you are not going to want to give to anyone, no matter what. Um, And so now you have your wallet. So now you're going to transfer your Ethereum you're going to hit the send button on Coinbase and you're going to send your Ethereum over to uh, MetaMask. Now there will be a a transaction fee or what they call gas um, on that. So there's going to be a gas fee that's going to be associated that the gas prices kind of change throughout the day, depending on how much traffic is on the network. And so you're going to play that and within 10 minutes or so, it's going to pop up over on your MetaMask wallet. So you're going to see that Ethereum that you changed over. So now my always suggestion is to exchange a little bit more than what you're actually going to need. So if, if 0.08 um, is what you're going to need for the purchase, um, I definitely submit, you know 0.1, transfer 0.1 over to your MetaMask. And so now you have 0.1 Ethereum on your MetaMask. You're going to go to the website that, they are, um, that they're using to allow those that are minting their NFTs. Uh, and more than likely, there's going to have a button that's going to say Connect Wallet. And so you're going to hit that Connect Wallet button. And if you're using the uh, MetaMask browser extension, it's going to open up your browser extension and ask you to confirm. If you're not using that, let's say you're using the Rainbow Wallet uh, that I mentioned that's on your iPhone, it's going to pop up and open a QR code. And then you're going to open your Rainbow Wallet and scan that with your scan the QR code with your Rainbow Wallet, and now it's going to connect um, that website to your wallet. So whichever one you're using, um, you're going to connect your wallet to the website. And then once it's connected, you'll see at the top right, it'll be connected. You're going to hit that that the, the word mint. And more than likely, they're going to tell you that you can mint a certain amount. One, two, three. Um, some allow you to mint a lot. Some only allow one mint per, tri- per wallet, depending on the website. Let's just say we're going to mint one. So we're going to select one, and we're going to hit the mint button. And what's going to pop open is we're going to pop open that same window that we kind of saw before from our MetaMask. And it's going to say... This is the amount of gas that is currently what we're going to suggest we're going to charge. And then it's going to have the cost of the NFT. And then underneath it, it's going to say, do you confirm or reject this transaction? And so as long as you have enough Ethereum to cover both the gas fee and the fee that is for the actual minting of the NFT. And so like for, let's give an example for the one that we did uh, yesterday for our project, which was the rare shoe one. It popped up and said, you know, gas is 0.009, which is about $42. Um, And the NFT itself was 0.08 Ethereum. And so what it did is it said it has, here's the gas fee. Here's the um, price of your uh, of your mint, and the total price is 0.089 Ethereum, which is roughly $404.58. Do you want to confirm? And of course, I hit confirm, and now you're going to see the wheels are going to spin a little bit. It does take, depending on the gas and the, and the transaction speed, it'll take a little bit for that transaction to actually process. And then eventually it's going to pop up and say, uh, your transaction has processed. And so at that moment, after it's processed, the asset is now yours. Ultimately that, uh, that, you know, NFT is now yours. It's now in your MetaMask wallet. And now the question usually becomes, well, now how do I go see it? How do I see my NFT that I just purchased? And that is when we go over to that to the OpenSea, which is OpenSea is right now the largest marketplace for being able to buy and sell, but also view your NFTs. So you're going to go over to to OpenSea, OpenSea.io, and on the top right, it's going to say Connect your wallet. And what you're going to do is you're going to connect your wallet to your um, to OpenSea. So if you have a MetaMask, of course, you click that. If you want to use one of the other wallets, you can just hit the wallet connect button, and it'll do the same as we did before. But it'll pop open your MetaMask. It'll it'll ask you probably to confirm that this is your wallet. You know this wallet you want to attach to that um, to that individual um, account. And then it should open your personal profile. And if this is the first time you're opening your OpenSea, it's probably just going to have like a, a standard, like, you know, image. It's going to have uh, no name listed or any description, but then it's going to have collected. It's going to say the items collected and it should, if as long as the, you know, things are populated correctly, um, it should list the a photo or a, a, a video of the NFT that you just purchased. Now, with some of them, they won't give you the art right away. A lot of times, right now, you'll purchase your uh, NFT, but then you'll wait a couple days before they reveal the art. Some of them wait multiple days, others allow you to see the art right away. It just really depends on how the strategy behind there. But either way, there should be a placeholder of the NFT that you just purchased. And of course you can click on that placeholder and it's going to open up to the NFT and it'll say at the top, it'll say the num- the name of the NFT and it'll say usually the number that was the minted number that you have, which is like what number of total numbers is yours. And then underneath it it should say owned by you, which means like you are the individual owner of this NFT. And so now that NFT is yours, and that is where you know, it is in OpenSea, which is what um, your, uh, where you're, you'll be able to view all of those NFTs that you have. From this location, this is also where you would be able to sell the NFT if you wanted to, or even if you wanted to transfer it to someone else's wallet. Say you wanted to gift somebody this, you would in OpenSea, you could actually just click the transfer button, and then you're going to put in the wallet ID of the person you want to transfer it to, and then you can transfer it to them if you want. So really that is the entire process the entire process there now if once you're there in OpenSea, you can actually click on the name of the project and you can actually see all of the total um, everyone else's you know who else minted that nft all of them that are listed now a, per, a perf uh, you know important um, aspect here so like that's the whole process that's the step-by-step piece here but there's also you know part of this is that's minting a new nft but someone might actually say hey guess what? I'm a big fan of this project. I'm just going to use Bubblegum Kids because I seem to be using them a lot. You should check out Bubblegum Kids. That's a great, it's a really great NFT and I'm a holder of Bubblegum Kids. So I'm just putting that out there. So what you can do is you can go into OpenSea, you can type in search Bubblegum Kids and you'll see the verified um, uh, account for Bubblegum Kids and you can click on it. And what you're opening up there is actually the landing page for all 10,000 NFTs for that project. And you'll be able to see on that page what is listed for sale, the total amount, how many individual owners there are, what is the current trade volume, and then you'll also see the floor price. Now, the floor price is what we hear a lot about. And really, what the floor price just means is that is the current lowest listed for sale NFT in this collection. Let me say that again it is the current lowest listed for sale. NFT in this collection. It does not mean it's the average sale. It does not mean that's what most people are willing to sell their NFT for. It could be that simply someone wanted to list it because they just wanted to get rid of it um, right away. But what that that's what the floor price actually shows. And, and a lot of people talk about the floor price. I'm not one that um, is big on that. I like looking um, at the average prices of the NFTs for a collection that are sold. But with that being said, let's say, you know, the the friend of yours told you they wanted you to get a bubblegum kids and they think that it's a great idea for you to check them out. So now you're on the homepage there. What you're going to do on the left hand side, you can click the buy now button and it's going to filter all of the NFTs that you see to the ones that are currently available to buy. Cause that, that master list actually shows all 10,000 NFTs, but not the ones, um, that are just for sale. And, and yes, you can have them for auction and auctions, another way of selling, but I usually look at the, the buy now functionality. And so I'm actually looking at it right now. And so you can see, you can actually look at all the different art that is under the buy now. And some are listed at 0.09, uh, and there's one for 0.09 and then one, you know, the, the rest of them from there on are 0.1, um, uh, Ethereum, right? And so you can look around it. You can look at the art. Maybe you want to look at the characteristics. So on the left hand side, you can scroll down and say, you know what? I like the ones that have the yellow hat. So you can click on the properties on the left hand side. You can scroll down to the head as one of the properties. And then you can select BGK Yellow. And so now it's going to sort and it's going to show me all of the NFTs in OpenSea under Bubblegum Kids that are set to buy now. That also have that property that I liked, which is the the you know the uh, yellow hat, and so now I see that listed, and maybe I see one that jumps out. I'm like, oh, you know what? I really like this one. It has a rainbow shirt, a red bubble gum, and so you can click on it and you can look at what the current price is. You can actually look, you can scroll down and see what is the sale price before? What was the, who else has sold this one? What was it sold at recently? So the one I just opened, I can scroll down and I, I can actually see it was minted by someone named 90 Wolf and that person minted it for 0.07. And then they actually sold it two months ago for the exact same amount, 0.07 uh, to someone that is named Crypto Gamecock. And now Crypto Gamecock is selling that NFT for 0.16 Ethereum. And so I can look at that and I can decide, you know what, I'm going to buy that right now. And so I can click buy now and then you're going to connect your wallet. It's going to tell you your gas prices. Or you can say, you know what, I want to make them an offer for that NFT that maybe is less than that price. But as you noticed before, they bought it at 0.07. So maybe they would be willing to, you know, accept less money for that. I will say I haven't had very much luck um, making offers and people accepting the offers unless I make it like right underneath what the current price is. but you can be willing to train, uh, try that out and it's worth a try. Or you can just click that buy now and then you go through the process and that NFT is yours. And so really that's kind of the you know the big difference here is that you can you can wait till a project is more well established and purchase the NFT. In many cases you're going to purchase it for more than what you minted it for but at least now you have an understanding of it you know where what the community looks like what you know what all the artwork looks like or you can mint the NFT which means you are per, you're the very first person that will be logged on the blockchain that owns that individual NFT so hopefully that kind of walked you guys through. I slowed it down a little bit. That's kind of the, the purchasing process. Um, that's kind of, and, and remember, that is just through Ethereum. Um, I'm going to do separate uh, you know podcast episodes over the next couple of weeks um, on the process using uh, Polygon. I'm going to use it using uh, Nifty as well. Uh, and then of course, once Coinbase NFT platform rolls out, I'll do that for that one as well. But uh, hopefully that helped. Hopefully that, that provided you some value and um, you guys will be on your journey. And as always, you know, this Uh, Podcast is powered by the ADHD Creator Coin. It's a coin that I founded. Uh, over, just go to adhdcoin.com. Uh, you can check it out. Um, it is a crater coin. I am diagnosed with ADHD, and for me, you know, the part of the beauty of the crater coin is um, you can you know, purchase yourself some coins. You can hold them in your wallet, uh, and each week, uh, Rally.io, which is the the network that I am on with my coin, um, they actually rewards you a percentage for just simply holding the coin. And for the episode this week that we are we're recording this, uh, they're actually gonna reward twenty thousand uh, rally coins to those that are holding my ADHD coin, just my ADHD coin, um, and that's equivalent to a right you know right now the rally coin is about fifty one cents or so, so that's roughly um, right around ten thousand U.S. dollars will be distributed in rally Coin to all of those supporters that are holding uh, the ADHD coin. So it's going to be a good, good, uh, nice little passive income week for all of those that are you know, uh, holding the ADHD coin. I just want to say thank you for those that are holding the ADHD coin. If you haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and check that out. Uh, if you want to jump into our Discord, it's discord.gg slash ADHD coin. So discord.gg ADHD And then, that's G as in golf, gg slash ADHD coin. That should open you up to the Discord invite, and you guys can jump into the Discord as well. Till next time, my friends, or till tomorrow. Cheers.